bless you. Thank you. Welcome. This is your home. Thank you. It feels home. What are the odds of knowing two BCCs in England? It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, we just want to honor Pastor Mark and the leadership for inviting us here and for giving us the permission to speak into your lives. It means a lot to us that he would trust us. I hope he does. Yes, he trusts us enough to come and speak not just into his life, but into the lives of each one of you. So we bless you. And you guys, you are so blessed to have a pastor who doesn't just love Jesus, but he loves you all. And that is so evident in his eyes. We honor you for that. We honor you for that because we have the same DNA. I remember leaving from India and almost crying that I'm missing my church. And I remember saying bye to our people and we had tears in our eyes when we were going in the car and we were like, God, this assignment is from you. That's why we are going. But what can I say? A part of my heart is back home. And, uh, but it's good to fulfill the assignment of the Lord. So we are in a crossing over season. And I have come to tell you all the way from India, get ready for your crossover moment. Get ready, church. It is not a coincidence that fires are being lit here. God is lighting up new fires in you by canceling things of the past in your life. Amen. We are in the month of Passover. You know, we just celebrated Easter. And this is the time when the people of God, the Hebrew people, crossed over from slavery and bondage of Egypt into freedom. As Christians, we also have a deliverance to celebrate. Colossians 1, 13, 14 talks about how God has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love, Yeshua, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. We are a victorious people. I loved your worship. I loved every word. You just don't sing it. You are living it. You are living it. And that's the beauty of it all. Did you know, church, that the Hebrew word for Hebrew literally means to cross over? You are grafted into God's covenant plan through Yeshua and you are therefore a crossover Hebrew people. All of you who know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's something that is part of your spiritual DNA. You know, this month is marked by a season of miracles, deliverance, redemption and the parting of your Red Sea. Whatever it is, it is a sea of sorrow, it's a sea of impossibility. I am here to tell you, nothing is impossible with our God. Nothing is impossible with Him. We are seeing the impossible become possible even in a nation like India. He's ready to part through your sea. I love Psalm 77, 19, 20 says, Your way was in the sea, your path in the great waters, and your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Nahum 1 verse 3, 4 says, The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. Amen. 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 You know, the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus 
breaks open spiritual barrenness and makes a way for us to cross over into our new season some of you are gonna have to face your fears head on do not fear do not fear this is a season of crossing over into untapped supply Philippians 419 is going to come to fruition in your life the passion translation says I am convinced that my God will satisfy every need you have for I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through the anointed one Jesus Christ you know few people realize that this promise in Philippians 419 of access to God's hidden supply was made to a unique group of people people in partnership with Paul's apostolic labors alignment with the right church the key apostolic leaders is key to tap into the riches of his obedience and can I say if you are aligned to this house you have made the best decision of your life after accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior this is an apostolic house this is a good house to be joined to BCC you are doing well as you align your life with this house you are positioning yourself for supernatural miraculous supply in Jesus name you know the reproach of the past has been rolled away and you are now positioned to move forward and unlock the wealth of your promised inheritance you know you need to ask big in this season of crossing over Psalm 2 8 says ask of me and I will give you the yeah. nations for your inheritance yeah. the ends of the earth as your possession start asking for cities for regions and for nations start asking for the United Kingdom I know many of you already do we need Birmingham to be saved yeah. every person who doesn't know Jesus in the city will come to know him as their Lord and Savior Amen. Your let there be moment has come in 2019. You need to decree God's word as he says in his word and start living it. You know, the, re the reproductive multiplicative anointing is in the word of God. Angels respond to his word, not your word. They respond to the word of God. Psalm 103:20 says they hearken to the voice of his word you need to start decreeing things on earth as it is in heaven today I want to speak to you about the miracle working power and supply of our God from the happening in Exodus 14 21 and 22 the crossing of the Red Sea by over three to six million people in that one night Three to six million people, scholars believe, crossed over from bondage into freedom. And the best part is they didn't just go on dry ground with the wall, with the sea, like a wall on the left, on the right. But they plundered 430 years of the riches of the Egyptians. They plundered the enemy. It's time some of us, in fact all of you, start plundering the enemy in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Exodus 12, 36 says they plundered. One translation says they stripped the Egyptians of all they had. That's what you and I need to do in this season of crossing over. 
we are going to gather a mighty harvest for the Lord the world has ever seen we are going to see our cities inhabited with believers who believe in the name of Yeshua you know it, it was in the same month of Nisan when the east wind of God split the Red Sea so God's people could begin their journey into the promised land Exodus 14 21 to 22 says then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land and the waters were divided you know God used the strong east wind to drive the sea back you know wind and spirit in Hebrew are the same word ruach but there is a special word for the eastern wind in the Bible which is the strongest wind out of all the four winds and that is called Kadam. Kadam means in front of, front part but it also means to come in front, confront, go before, to lead. Before God caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all night something very interesting happened. Moses stretched out his hand as an act of faith in obedience to God. His stretched out hand was his act of faith. See, acts of physical obedience bring spiritual release. That's why I say, do not fear. Do what the Lord tells you to do and you will be prosperous. Amen. He stretched out his hands. That word hand in the Hebrew means yard. And yard means power, control, strength, direction and axle. Yard denotes the physical hand An uplifted hand symbolizes what? Prayer, praise and worship You know we are in the month of Nisan This is also the month associated with the tribe of Judah Whenever Israel went to war Who went first? Judah went first Your praise, your worship must precede your victory Raise your own hallelujah in the presence of your enemies. When the storms of life come crashing on you, get down on your knees and tell the Lord, I love you no matter what. No matter what. Be a Luke 10, 42 generation. Jesus said only one thing is necessary and Mary has chosen the good part which will not be taken away from her. It's a choice you and I have to make. So Moses worships God with a raised hand and God comes before him in front of him. Remember Kadam, the east wind. He comes to help him through the strong east wind and gives him the victory by turning the situation around. Because remember, yard also means axle and an axle turns things around. As you worship God in the midst of your storm, he will make your valley of Achor a door of hope. He will do it, church. He is the master of turnaround. And your crossover season is going to bring a turnaround, not just for you, but for your generations to come. You know, I believe that night, there were not just one generation that crossed over from bondage into freedom, but there were generations that crossed over. That's why the battle has been so intense over your life because it is not about you it's about the generations you are carrying inside of you that are crying out to you praise him worship him we are longing to experience that that's Psalm 102 verse 18 
this will be written for the generation to come that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord a people yet to be created are in your wombs they want to praise the Lord so in this crossover season church like Moses surrender your all to him and watch and see how the wind the rock the Spirit of God will cause the miracle of your Red Sea to part before your very eyes watch him split your sea of impossibilities so you will walk right through it victoriously in Jesus name cross over into your new season we are doing a tag team today. So Manisha is going to bring the rest of the word. Amen. Amen. Can we rise up to our feet? And because this is a crossover season, we'll do a prophetic act and we will just step forward, one step forward, signifying that we are ready to cross over. Let's cross over in Jesus' name. Come on, if you have not taken a step forward, take a step forward and cross over in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Wow. Christian journey is all about trials. Anybody agrees with me? It's all about trials, but it's also about victories. It's about perils and losses, persecution, tribulation. It's about valleys and mountains. It is about a wilderness, but then we all are going to our promised land. Amen? Amen? And there are three things specifically the Lord said to us to share with BCC as you move to cross over. And the first thing, there are three simple things, probably you've heard them over and over again, but I'm going to share them with you and also describe a bit of our journey so that you have the courage and the fearlessness to move forward. Amen? Amen. First thing the Lord said, you continue to sow the seed, plant the seed, and God will bring the increase. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3, 6, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. He always gives the increase. Amen. We started our journey in 2003. We were both working in the UK and um, at that time and the Lord saved us from a Hindu generation, first generation Christians, saved, water baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, empowered to go back to our nation and to serve Him there forever. And the Lord, all glory to Him, the Lord commissioned us and ordained us under Bridge Community Church Leeds and we were sent out as missionaries in our own nation. How better can it get? And we continued sowing the seed in the midst of every trial and persecution that we faced. It has been a 16-year journey for us, a very small proportion to many of you who may have served the Lord for a long time. We went through trials and losses, but God taught us one very important principle in the kingdom which no Bible school could teach us. And in the kingdom, a loss is actually a gain. In Philippians 3.8, 
The Apostle Paul says, Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ my Lord. The losses always draw you closer to God. The intimacy that you can experience in your time of wilderness, in your time of troubles, in the time of going and running to your Abba Father, to your Savior Jesus Christ, and to your companion Holy Spirit, you can find nowhere else. And God brought us again in Him as we went through all the losses. When God calls you, he equips you too. We had our set of challenges and these grew over the years. But we thank God in Christ Jesus, whenever there is a death, there is always a resurrection. You know, our ministry went down to the point of closing down. We went through major losses. We went through um, uh, the bookstore being closed down, persecution from our landlords and all that and it almost closed down when the Lord gave us a new vision and he told us I want you to start a kingdom church and we continued to sow and plant the seed BCC God has sent us to encourage you in this day Continue to sow your seeds in the midst of your perils. Continue to rejoice and praise and worship Him in the time of your trials. And your seed will be fruitful. God will do His supernatural work. You will be rewarded for your great work. A closure in one place is an opening in another place in Jesus name the second thing he told us to tell you was God's promises will birth new visions for BCC we are already seeing that there has been a promise from the Lord for BCC in terms of cancellation of debt as soon as the debt is cancelled, the new vision has birthed for BCC. You already have a strategy as a leadership. You already have a plan as to how to move ahead. And that's God's work. We began our journey not without a vision. God's vision summons you. Vision is important and visionaries are important to God. So if you have never had a vision, learn to ask for a vision from God. Visionaries in the kingdom can produce powerful anointed leaders to advance his kingdom. This is God's heart. He had a vision for you and me. We believe God is interested in each one of us. That we have been sent on earth for a purpose and to accomplish his will that's Ephesians 2:10. we are his workmanship and God has prepared us beforehand that we should walk in his purposes so as you remain good stewards of his vision he enlarges your vision he increases your capacity to think beyond your own limits I'm here to tell you that you are limitless people. 
you are a limitless generation. If you always thought you are a person who always lives in your own boundaries, you, can, you have the capacity to bombard the walls of your own room because God's vision resides inside of you. You know, God enlarged our vision and he gave us a promise after promise. We began with Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, forget the former things, behold, I'm doing a new thing in your life. And then as we planted the church in 2014, God gave us another promise. And that comes from Isaiah 45, verses 1 to 3, which, which is paraphrased for us. I have called you to subdue nations before you and to strip kings of their armor to open doors before you so that gates will not be shut. I go before you and I will level the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel who summons you by name. That's how he is, the exalted one, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He summons us by our names. We started with this promise because God gave us a vision and the vision was to raise up a generation of sons and daughters. Not a generation of orphans, but a generation of sons and daughters who can walk in their destinies and establish the kingdom of heaven. We have been called to establish the kingdom of heaven, my friends. We believe God has given us an apostolic and prophetic mandate. It's a huge assignment with a huge responsibility. Pray that we have the grace to be obedient at all times. We are passionate for revival. We want to see our nation transformed and we want to see every nation transformed for the glory of God. Yes. Why church? Why another church? How can church help us? You can say, I can sit at home and indep independently do all things in Christ Jesus. So why do we have to be a body? Why do we ha have to be a church? But that's God's plan. We believe the church is the most powerful entity in this whole universe. Yes. According to Ephesians 3, if this is revelation to you, you read Ephesians 3. What has been revealed to the church was hidden from the beginning of the ages. We have the power and capacity to subdue principalities and powers that come against us because we are not one, but we are together as a church. And Jesus Christ remains our head. Church has identity. Church has destiny. Church has revelation and the wisdom to defeat the enemy. The church has authority and a church with a vision, births vision in every member of the church. So if you are part of BCC, you will not be visionless people because this house moves with a vision. 
and you as a member of this church have a right to ask for a vision for your own lives. Why? Because we need to cross over and move ahead. We believe any full gospel church has the power to save us. We can be saved, we enter in a church, the name of Jesus has the power to save us. But only with a, a church which has vision can give you direction and purpose in life. This church, BCC, is a powerhouse. This church moves with a vision and that is why you all can have direction and purpose. As single women, we have risked everything in our lives to pioneer a movement which we believe is vital for the coming move of God in our nation. Our step of faith may have challenged the hearts of many, but is bringing much courage and hope to those who are desperate and hungry for God. People are saved every week. When they come to church, imagine a person who has never known in generations the name of Jesus, accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and bowing at their knees and confessing Him as Lord. That's the power of the gospel. And Jesus is doing that back home as He's doing it in this nation. God is birthing new visions for BCC and he's backing them up with his promises from his word only so that this nation knows that Jesus alone is Lord. The third thing is a simple profound statement God made for you and the third thing God said is that he loves you. God loves you. You know, in 2014, when we had no connections with Pastor Mark or with the city of Birmingham whatsoever, I had a dream where I saw myself in the midst of many trains. And then suddenly this man comes to me and he tells me, you need to take the train going towards Brum. Does anybody know Brum? Well, I didn't know at that time. So I googled, where is Brum? And then suddenly, lo and behold, I find Brum is Birmingham. And then this man on the train, he gets inside the train and then he is going and kissing everyone on the train on the cheek. And then this man comes to me and he kisses me also on the cheek. And then I noticed that this man had a big scar, a big wound on his cheek also. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was chastised to bring peace for us. And by his stripes we are healed. The man, Jesus Christ himself, came to tell you that he loves the city of Brown. He loves you. moment I could not understand that dream because we had no connection as I said with Birmingham or with Pastor Mark and when he extended this invitation to us suddenly this dream came alive and five years later I see the fulfillment of this dream so if you have a dream hold on to it 
for God speaks to us through dreams. We both stand in the heart of Brahm, sharing with the people of Brahm that God loves you, that He loves you with an everlasting love. Amen. Amen. We have a few prophetic words that we are now going to release over Pastor Mark and the leadership team. So I call upon Pastor Mark and the elders and the leadership to come forward and in a moment you will see this prophetic gift it's a small prophetic gift and it speaks to you about what God sees you as now this is a sand timer and we present this sand timer to Pastor Mark and his team and the Lord says to you, Pastor Mark, that BCC will be the sand timer for many organizations around you. You will set the time and the standard to accomplish God's purposes in God's time. The neck of the sand timer represents the standards and values BCC carries. And that is why they can be sometimes very difficult to accomplish. This is your culture that you exhibit. The granules are the people at BCC, the congregation, the way you all flow together, together with the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. You grow together and in time you will be able to accomplish all that God has for you. In time this debt was cancelled which was weighing heavy for years was cancelled in time and you have set a standard for churches around you what we have inscribed over this is jeremiah 112 which says you have seen well says the lord for i am ready to perform my word so whatever promises he has given you he will accomplish in jesus name Release Isaiah 54, 2-3. It's time to enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Your foundation is right. BCC stands for being Christ-centered. And lastly, I want to share this with you as last night we crossed this building, we saw BCC, the building of uh, Birmingham City Church for the first time. The Lord said, this is the gate and you are the gatekeepers and in the Bible in the Old Testament it is very clear that gates represented vulnerability and strength BCC is a gate for many churches the vulnerability and strength of the churches in this region depends upon BCC 
you will set a standard and be the influence of the churches around you you will be the decision makers get ready for greater assignments greater financial assignments greater worship assignments greater administrative assignments justice will be rendered from this house in jesus name Strong gates. Strong gates represent safety and security for the city. This city is safe because of the strong gates and the strong gatekeepers at BCC. I see intercessors rising in this city, in this church. I see fiery intercessors rising in this church. There are many amongst us right now and God has called us to pray and intercede. You need to sign up as a church intercessor so that this, the gates of this church remain strong. Gates were seats of authority in the Old Testament. Gates were gates of wisdom uttered. Judges and officers served at the gates administering justice and the councils of state were held at the gates. The word was read at the gates. God's word was proclaimed at the gates. The people also had to enter through the gates through worship. And another picture I had was that no, not only are you going to be a gate, but you will also crash the gates of the enemy. You know, you have just done it through the financial debt cancelling. In the Old Testament, they had battering rams to crash the iron gates. They used the battering rams. It was a big, huge ram with huge, uh, you know, horns to crash open iron strong gates. And in the New Testament, we have Jesus Christ as the battering ram. And he goes before you to open every strong gate that restricts you from accomplishing God's purposes in this week. I just want to add to that word that a great season of waiting is over for you. As we got that sand timer and the word was clear in our face that a season of waiting is over. Now as the church receives the word, I want the members of the church to receive the word because there are many here and the Lord would say to you that a great season of waiting is over for you. And you are crossing over into a new fruitful freedom season. And Pastor Mark, I had no idea what you, you are doing here, but the Lord was saying to me when I was preparing this message, there's going to be this one year of great strategic planning that is going to happen in your team. For the growth that is coming and the expansion that is coming to BCC, you will need a year of planning and strategy. I see you in and out of boardrooms, meeting rooms and your team members as well. But there's going to be a great download of the blueprint of heaven to how you are going to steward the growth God is giving you. And I say this, I saw life groups written there. Do you have a life group of intercessors? 
you will need to start a life group called intercessors you are going to need a life group just for intercessors people who are signed up to that life group to intercede day and night for this church believe that God's got every detail of your life under his control do you believe that let me tell you some details we haven't taught you see when we invite prophetic people to our church I don't tell them anything because what I want it to be is either it's from the Lord and not by background knowledge on Friday night I was kind of appointed to be part of a regional apostolic team and my particular responsibility is to look after 10 other churches in Birmingham they didn't know that and then they come and say hey you need to expand the the cords of your tent isn't that amazing so that was just on Friday and they didn't know that but also here's a little detail I am uh, having lots of meetings in my office and I looked around the other day and thought this hasn't been painted for nearly 10 years I need to make this really tidy because lots of pastors now are coming to see me and I just thought this needs freshening up so I said to Kim my PA and she's back there just wave Kim okay and uh, I said Kim we need to get new furniture we need to paint this because the Lord's going to use us to speak to lots of other people having lots of other meetings and so she kind of she chooses the furniture and the cushions because who wants me choosing furniture and cushions nobody wants that to happen okay just kind of gave them a little bit of a color and she sorts it all out and she says she googles and says you know what I think I'm going to buy Pastor Mark an egg timer a, a timer and she, she picks all the furniture and says, I'm just going to get him a timer and we're going to have that in the office just as a kind of artifact. She told me this after the first service. And then she kind of takes it out of the basket and says, no, no, that's, that's silly. But she goes on the same site as you go on to choose this one. And you, while you're in India, you choose it you believe that God's got little details of your life under control? So, we, we're not making, how does this happen? I, Kim, I may have told that story wrong. Kim told me just that's just as old as the first service. When they got this time round in the first service, Kim is like heart beating fast and saying, wow, what is that? God has got the details of your life. Would you please stand with me? And could we just honor Natasha and Manisha for their ministry? I believe we've already got some intercessors in the house, haven't we? wave your hand at me if you believe that God if you're an intercessor look at that wow. 
We can start that live stream today. Would you, would you, as intercessors, can I pray with you afterwards? And just, and would you pray for me and Kathy? That if you just wave your hand, we, we'll pray for you. And then I want you to lay your hands on Kathy and I. Is that okay? Because as we go into this new season, that would be great. We're going to sing together and we're going to worship together. But in a few moments, we want to pray for as many people as possible because we believe that which is said to the church is not just said to the leadership, don't we, guys? We believe that it's said to our church. This is your time of crossing over. This is your time of cancellation. This is your time of new things planted in your life. This is your time of being built up. This is your time. And there will be struggles. There will be things that we have to manage. And it won't be magical. And it won't be without uh, tough seasons. But it will happen. Don't let the enemy take a dream away from you. Because I bet you didn't even know what the word brum meant. Brummy. God can even speak there. Isn't that great? So why don't we just worship together in a few moments. If you would like prayer about you crossing over, we want to pray with you. And we will stay. We will stay as long as it takes. So let's sing together. Let's just pray together. And guys, I wonder if you just stay up here with us. And you can just be adjunct worship team. Is that okay? And in a few moments, well, I'll pray over you. And those of you who've got to go, that's fine. We just love you. And God bless you for coming. If this is your first time here, we've got a guest lounge downstairs. And we would love to get your contact details because we want to connect with you. We will never bother you. We will only connect with you for ministry purposes. Holy Spirit. Come on, lift your hand with me. Holy Spirit. Let's just sing this together, shall we? Pastor Kevin, I just think you're an anointed worship leader. And I think God's got more assignment for you. Don't you believe that, church? Come on, let's worship together.